0: Welcome to Saints Alive, where we take you with us to meet God's most heroic followers. The saints were just ordinary boys and girls who allowed God's love to transform them into real-life superheroes. Their love for God changed our world. Did you know that God has sent you here to become a saint? It's up to you to choose love over fear, to be courageous, faithful, and kind. The choice to become a saint won't be easy, but it will be worth it. So listen closely and open your hearts. These real life tales of the saints from the past may just inspire you how to live your story. Let's go on this adventure together. This episode is sponsored by Books for Catholic Kids. Is your family looking for exciting stories of faith and courage? Check out Books for Catholic Kids. Each book is packed with adventure and unforgettable characters. Families love these books for read aloud and bedtime stories the bestseller Heavenly Hosts, Eucharistic Miracles for Kids, and the award-winning Lucia of Fatima make perfect First Communion and Confirmation gifts. To learn more, visit katherinesweegart.com. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode. Catholic Family Crate and Saints Alive have teamed up to create an interactive listening experience with a collection of saint coloring pages. These pages are hand-illustrated, free, and you can download and print them from any computer. Color along by listening to Saints Alive by downloading these coloring sheets at catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. Again, that link is catholicfamilycrate.com slash saintsalive. If you love listening to Saints Alive, please consider donating so that we can continue to create these episodes. You can donate anywhere from $5 to $50 a month with some fun perks to go along with your patronage. Check out our Patreon account, which you can find through the donation page on our website at www.saintsalivepodcast.com.
1: for this chance to share my story of grace with you and to think of how as a girl I felt humiliated and confused when they asked me to repeat myself over and over. Looking back so long ago, I can't help but marvel at how little I understood. Yet now I see that long before Our Lady chose me, all along really, the Holy Spirit granted me a sense of purpose and trust in Him. He was with me, preparing me. My life was far from remarkable and even among my peers in the forgotten town of Lords, I struggled to keep up. But through the turmoil and uncertainty around me, He held me up. Always. He somehow helped me to know that for the few years I had to live in this world, I must do my best to spend my time as well as possible. And so I worked, I prayed, and I reveled in little signs all around me that revealed the breadth and length and height and depth of his love. I suppose It was through that simple gift of faith that the Lord prepared me. And how, when the unimaginable came to pass, I didn't question, I wasn't afraid.
2: François, you were back so soon.
0: I'm tired. Tired of this cold, tired of this damp old prison you call our home, and tired of being cut out of decent work. Where is the rest of the wine? I'm going to bed. I'm done with this day.
3: Bonjour, maman.
2: Shh. Toinette, your father is home with another headache. He needs some rest. Where is Bernadette? Did you leave your poor sister
3: behind again? Oh, you know Bernadette. She'll be along in time. She doesn't mind running ahead. She says she likes to watch the clouds on her way home and notice the little pebbles by her feet. Oh, mama! I tried
1: to hurry. Madame Boer, she needs you. It's the baby again.
2: Thank you Bernadette girls stay here with your brothers and tend to the fire for your father pray while you work that little boy needs a miracle my herbs and medicines can only ever do so much I
1: remember the tension of those days those minutes of unknowing that stretched into hours before my mother's return the little baby down the road they named him Justin had been born a cripple and lately was suffering from more and more frequent convulsions. The last time my mother was called to help, she shared that she didn't know if he would make it to his third birthday. Our hearts were in our throats when the door opened again on our dark little hut that evening, the sun already setting in the bleak winter sky.
2: (sighs) He's okay. How are you girls? Oh, my little ones. Thank you all for praying. Justin is sleeping soundly again. Oh, that poor family. How it pains me to see their anguish when the boy is ill. Oh. Now, what can we get for supper? I have this baguette here Madame Latapie brought by while you girls were at class today.
3: Then we'll heat up some broth. Madame Lettepi? Oh, how kind! However, does she manage to knead a baguette with that hand of hers?
2: Shhh! Remember, your father is sleeping. She is so generous. I don't quite know how she manages. I suppose her little boys helped her. She said she brought it by to thank me for doing their laundry. The weight of wet linens is certainly too much with her crippled hand, and you girls know I'm happy to help. And she's expecting a baby soon, too, right? Yes. The Lord has blessed her with a fourth child. May he come into this world safely and strong. We'll all have to pitch in when her time comes. Oh, is this the last of our kindling? (sighs) Toinette, I'll need you to go out and fetch some come the morning this should be enough to get us through the night
1: those nights were dark and long my asthma <laughs> would act up in the winter and coughing made it hard to sleep my heart was all wound up with concern for baby justin bourreau and madame la and her little children how could they bear the weight of their trials or my own mother saving another's lost son while mourning her own lost little one, he'd barely been able to call us by our names when he left this world. As my mother feared, the fire was out by morning, and we awoke to a heavy, damp chill blanketing us all.
2: Oh, children, I'm so sorry.
0: <sighs> this dungeon is going to kill my Bernadette. Luisa, you hear her coughing <coughs> all night? There's some mold in here. She... She can't make it through winters like this.
2: And it didn't help that the fire went out. Toinette, here's your capulet. Wrap up and see what sort of kindling you can scavenge. We need to get this place warmed up. Before breakfast? We need a fire if we're going to make breakfast. Hurry along! <coughs> <clears throat> I'll go. Oh, mon ange, you know that's the last thing you need to be out doing after your night of coughing fits. You'll catch a cold and... I won't, mama. I'll stay warm. And with two of us gathering, we'll be back twice
3: as fast. Not at your pace, we won't.
1: Oh, Masar, don't hurry so...
3: you know I'm already so breathless. De call. Oh, how about we reset our catechism while we walk? Your first Holy Communion is in the spring, and I already know twice what you do.
1: You know I have the hardest time focusing in class, and I've missed so many lessons helping your mom. Not to mention that when I lived in
3: Bosch, I always had to tend the sheep while Abbé Adair held his classes. No matter. Let's start with some easy ones. Who made the world? God made the world. Who is God? God is the creator of heaven and earth and
1: of all things. Why did God make you? God made me to know, love, and serve Him in this life, and to be happy with Him forever in the next.
3: Let's see, how about... What are the chief effects of the redemption? The... What effects of the... Reduction? What, what did you say? <laughs> the chief effects of the... Oh look, it's Jean Abadie. Jean, come with us. Bonjour. What are you two doing out here so early? We're going to fetch some wood. We thought maybe there'd be some washed up by the gav over at Masibillep. Come along. Well, all right, but only if Damed gives me one of her biscuits the next time she bakes. Oh, I'm
1: sure she'd be more than happy to share when we come upon sugar again.
3: Merci beaucoup. Ah, look, up ahead just across the river. There, I see loads of sticks strewn about by the grotto. We'll each collect a bundle in no time. Toinette Oh, oh, Cherie, you'll catch a cold and mama will be- You stay there, bed, the Dutch. The water, ooh, is much too cold for you. We won't be long.
1: I don't know what came over me then. Well, I do know who came over me then. But I didn't recognize him. I noticed in the stillness around me that I was not, in fact, tired, nor was I cold. Despite the rush up the hillside, I had kept up with the others and I was not in the least out of breath. Calmly, I sat down on a nearby rock to take my stockings off to follow my sister and John, in spite of their leaving me behind. When suddenly, a big gust of wind nearly knocked me off the rock. I instinctively threw my hand atop my head to catch my capulet, but as I looked around, no leaves had scattered. The trees all around were still. I paused, and looked down again, when the gust came again. This time, I did stumble off my riverside seat and stood on the rocky ground. I looked all around not a soul was in sight when there just across the river a brilliant light i blinked rubbing my eyes and took a deep breath like i'd seen mama do to steady her resolve when i opened my eyes she was there that one <gasps> even now Even after all those times, I stumble when I try to describe her. Beauty. She was beauty. Young, just a few years older than me, but so wise, so steady. Her clothes were like nothing I'd seen before or since. They shimmered like silk, but appeared as soft as velvet, all at once as delicate as lace. And her feet were bare. Those two porcelain feet peeped out from her gown, each with a small yellow rose atop it. I took this all in, unable to take my eyes from hers, and fell instinctively to my knees. She gestured to me to come toward her, but I couldn't move. I pulled out my little wooden rosary But when I tried to make the sign of the cross, my hand stayed heavy at my side. I couldn't move it. It was then that she smiled wide. Such a radiant smile. A smile I'd seen hinted at in the face of my own mother from time to time. A gaze of pure affection that warmed me to my core. She lifted her own hand then, first to her forehead then to her heart, and I felt the heaviness of my fingers vanish. I followed her lead. In nomine Patris et Filii et spiritu Sancti. Amen. Credo in and then me. I prayed. My prayer was a song, sung in harmony with that one before me. The whole world seemed to brighten around me as we prayed. The sun broke out from the clouds, the air lost its dampness, and the creatures I sensed all around imitated that one. And just like that, as if it were only a moment, she was no longer there. I fell back to sit still in wonderment at her. Her beauty and her calm. Then, I wasted no time.
3: Toinette! Jean! Wait up! Monsieur, what are you? Oh my, Bernadette! You're soaking! How can you... What? I... I came to help you. But you're... you're hardly wet after... The water is so cold, Bernadette. My teeth are still chattering now. We've gathered plenty of kindling, Monsieur. Let's go back together now, carefully. Bernadette! Wait up! What's come over you?
1: You can't tell.
3: Tell what? You asked what's come over me, I... Well,
1: you must promise not to tell. I don't know what mama would make of it, let alone Papa.
3: You can trust us, Bernadette. Well, get on with it. As soon as he went across to fetch wood, I sat
1: down and felt a gust of me. They listened to me that morning with rapt attention. Despite my inexplicable and extraordinary account, they believed every word. I could see it in their faces. Toinette trusted me as any little sister her big one and Jeanne had grown up with me. She knew I would never dream of telling a fib, let alone come up with one. And I believed too, they could sense it there, standing with me by the riverbed, their whole body shivering with the cold, and me, the sickly one, standing there as I would on a balmy summer day, my words as honest and plain as if I were describing a pretty bird I had seen on my way to catechism class. She was gone, but I have a feeling I'll see that one again. But we we must hurry. It's been ages and Mama's probably worried. And cold. Let's race. Here, I'll take some of those for you both. Le dernier arrivé a perdu. I ran as I had never been able to in my life that day. I ran as if my feet would carry on the song bursting from my heart. The song I had begun to pray with that one and would make into my life's prayer. And I was right. She did come back to the grotto at Massabielle. The Sunday following that February morning, Jean, Toinette, and I returned to the grotto by the Gave in hope. When the gust of wind prompted me, I fell to my knees again. I never knew that simply looking at another could be so sweet.
3: Monsieur, are you all right? We don't see anyone bad in the debt. You just fell into a sort of trance or something. Jeanne even threw a rock at the grotto. She feared maybe there were demons or something coming over you. You didn't see her? Why, she stood
1: just up there. You couldn't have missed her. She said, render me the grace to come here each day for 15 days. I cannot make you happy in this world, but in the next.
3: Every day, surely Maman won't stand for that. She thinks you're playing games and escaping chores coming up here.
0: have heard enough of this nonsense, Bernadette. We need a new chimney. and The smoke in the cell is destroying your lungs and messing with your head.
2: You know the girl Louise. She would not know how to fib if she tried. She's as reliable as the church bells. We've got to stand by her.
1: My godmother had come to our cachot to help Maman. Toinette had let the whole thing slip, nearly right away, as I should have known. Papa feared the whole town would think me a clown and our family a disgrace. And Maman didn't know what to do about it all.
2: I don't know, Masur. I will be ashamed if this all comes to nothing. And Père Peramel, Let anyone dare to laugh! We women of the family must stick together. Bernadette, Tamer and I will be with you each day the lady has told you to visit. You will not be alone in this one, chérie.
1: Just as they promised, the women of my family stood at my side, day after day, as I kept my promise to that one. Ma mère, Tom and Antoinette, marched up to the grotto with me. My mother had suggested we each carry a blessed candle to the place, and that became our ritual. Each day too, more and more people from the village caught sight of us heading up the hillside and followed along. I hardly paid them notice but others certainly did.
4: It's preposterous. The miller's daughter claiming to see some woman in the grotto. <laughs> what a place of filth. She probably thinks it's beautiful up there compared to that hovel her family has moved into. Not even fit for our prisoners.
1: Bonjour, Mayor Lacadette.
4: Oh, they found you. Bonjour. Why, you are indeed small. How old are you? Eleven? Twelve?
1: I turned fourteen just last month, monsieur.
4: I see. Well, that's besides the point. Now, I've heard lots of rumors about you, little girl, and we both know nothing good comes of rumors or all this fuss we have been having. Now, who put you up to all this? Was it Abbe Peramal? Trying to stir up religious nonsense? Is this his way of surreptitiously acting in defiance of the good Emperor Napoleon?
1: Why, no, monsieur. Are you talking about my visits to the grotto at Massabielle? Seeing that one? I surely would know if I were seeing Abbé Père He looks nothing like the lady who appears there.
4: No, 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 stupid girl. We all know this is a silly game of pretend. But who is filling your simple mind with all this nonsense? Your parents, perhaps? It's time to be done with the games. If they hear about this in Paris, I'll be a laughingstock. Bernadette. Mon ange. Papa! What is the meaning of this? Mere Lacade. I'm so
0: sorry. My eldest has intruded upon your time. We'll be going now.
4: But... N- no, she was not. I, I-, I need to... <laughs> that Miller. I'll put an end to this. Let's see what Dr. DeZue thinks of her little charades. He'll show them all she belongs in an asylum.
1: My father saved me that day. Little as he believed me at the time, he wouldn't stand for anyone to tear me down. He too had reluctantly supported my mother and permitted me to return to the grotto. The very next day, I made my way up the hill and found myself accompanied by a larger crowd than ever, each person holding a lit candle in imitation of my gesture. Villagers of all classes were transfixed by these episodes. One wealthy woman was convinced I was communing with heaven and badgered me to inquire about her deceased daughter. But still, I prayed as always, led only by that one. Among the onlookers that day was one sent by Mayor Lacadet, Dr. Duzou. I knew him from the many illnesses I'd suffered as a girl. He was a kind man, but a skeptic. If there was a God, he thought, the Almighty certainly would not work any miracles in the forlorn Pyrenees, that's for sure.
3: Look, she's dropped to her knees. It's happening.
0: She looks transfixed, but there's nothing there. But behold the girl's face. How beautiful she becomes in these minutes. Ave Maria, Grazia
1: plena, dominus tecum, benedicta tu, benedictus fructus ventris Sancta Maria, Dei.
0: Her pupils are symmetrical. Pulse, normal, respirations, easy, I... This is certainly no seizure. No fever, either. Ah, The candle! She's burning herself! Oh, let me... her hands... There are no burns, and still she- Penitence. Penitence. What is she doing? She's digging. In the mud. I've never seen her do this before.
2: What? Why is she eating mud and weeds?
0: Well I think that's all the proof you need, Doctor. This girl is mad. Ah.
2: Bernadette! Mon ange! What are you- Stop that! cherie you You'll be sick! Hm? What? That one. She told me to drink of the water. La fille, the water is down there, the gav! You're kneeling in the mud. I can see that, maman, but she told me to drink here. And I obeyed.
1: I'm sure she has a purpose for all of this. She wouldn't just have me eat of the mud. It must be for my penance.
2: Let's get you home, machete, and washed up. We'll get you some warm, dry clothes.
0: What a disgrace. No wonder her father can't find work.
1: I remember I'd begun to shiver from the cold this time. Our Lady's Grace gave me peace, but not the warmth and lightness as in the past. I hung my head as we walked. My feet heavy with the numbness of winter, and my shoulders heavy with shame. I did not fear the rumors for my own sake, but it pained me to disgrace my family. They were so very good to me.
3: Come back! The water! Come back! Come on! Let's go see! What? Hurry! Come back, all of you! La Tapie is up here too! Come see!
1: I forgot the cold once more with the excitement in Antoine's voice. Water? What could he mean? It's, it's a miracle! It's a
3: miracle! My hand! <laughs> Look at my hand! Mama, mama, you're here. The water! The water! The water has cured you!
0: I stayed back to pray as you all went off and noticed Catherine approach the grotto with her little boys.
1: I, I just felt drawn in. I can't say what possessed me, but Bernadette, I could see... The beauty, and your humiliation today. I knelt on the ground where you had consumed the mud and washed my
3: lame hand with the dirt of the ground. Then the water came. It just started bursting from the ground. Look at it.
0: (laughs) Bernadette, you have brought us all a miracle.
1: I have simply done what was asked of me. That one has blessed you all of her own accord. My mother crept out that night to the Latapis home to help with the birth of Catherine's fourth son. He was tiny and perfect. She named him Bernard Marie and wept at the ability to hold him close with both of her hands through the night. She dedicated her son to Our Lady in thanksgiving for her healing And in time, he chose to lay down his own life for the church and was ordained a priest.
0: Catherine Latapi was the first miracle at Lourdes, but since then there have been 70 confirmed healings through the waters at Massabielle, and thousands more are proclaimed. Saint Bernadette is a wonderful example of remaining patient and steadfast to Christ's will, no matter how difficult things may be. She practiced patience when she was misunderstood and persecuted for speaking the truth. Bernadette struggled academically and had to work especially hard in school and to learn her catechism, but she remained patient with herself and placed her hope in Christ. What are ways that you can practice patience in your own life? Maybe it's simply having patience with yourself for the times you may fall short, relying on Christ above all. Don't miss the excitement and beauty of Bernadette's story as we continue next week with part two. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alex. I'm Melissa and I'm Tanner, and we are the team of Saints Alive. We are so grateful for all of our wonderful listeners and need your help to keep this going. Please consider donating to our ministry through our Patreon account, which you can find through our website at www.saintsalivepodcast.com. A special thanks to our new patrons for donating $5 a month and up. These are families and individuals who donate to help us to continue Saints Alive. A special thanks to all of our new patrons, Sophia, Aurelia, Veronica, and Thomas, Evelyn and Danny McCaughey, Rowan and Phoebe Franklin, Paul, Caroline, Emma, Luke, and Dominic Longhini, Lucy and Patrick Perry, the Torres Baez family, Grace, Briella, Emmeline, and Ethan Ernie, Tommy, Natalie, and Lucia Daly, Amelia, William, and Bernadette Zahner, Claire, Avila, and Joseph Gerardin, Kate, Clara, and Henry Parker, Nora, Forrest, Maggie, Rose, and Joseph Sleezer, the Carroll family, Dan, Susan, Isaac, Josephine, Jeremiah, and Monica Lenart, Gabe, Peter, and Sam Warren, Ashlyn, Anna, and Everett Miller, John, Claire, James, Luke, and Thomas Bailey, Philomena, Zelly, Felicity, and Isaac Jogues Rintoul, Clara, Leo, Helena, and Charles, the Kuhn family, and the Thibodeau family. Thank you all so much. We are excited to announce the launch of our Saints Alive youth missions. We are now bringing Saints Alive to you, live, in your parish or school. Our youth missions are dynamic talks to inspire your children to set out on the journey to sainthood. Complete with giveaways, you can turn our normal school day into a day that forms future saints. Booking now for the coming fall and spring semesters. Email us today for more information at saintsalivetalks at gmail.com. And don't forget to tune into part two of St. Bernadette's Story, premiering April 17th.